loving self, loving others. So what is it in us that seeks to pull down the very thing we claim to admire, the very thing or the very person we say we respect or are in awe of? What is it in us that seeks to destroy at times rather than celebrate the beauty of another? And even if we do succeed in destroying them in some way, do we even feel better? Do we even feel we have achieved something? Does this make our wounds go away? It might temporarily, but then we're left with the, with the, with the growing feeling, with the gnawing feeling of having acted out anything but love. And our wounds still exist. And perhaps to top it all, that person, that thing that was making us feel better, feel good about ourselves, has now most likely left our lives because we did not respect it. We did not respect them. Life is filled with a myriad of experiences, of peoples and of energies. Every single day, you have the opportunity to meet a new spirit and to truly engage with the gift that that person has to offer the world, but most especially has to offer you. It could be something small, and their gift could be something life-changing for you. It could be just for that day, or it may stay with you for years afterwards, but either way, it's a gift. Every life is a gift. Now, in life, some people we meet simply take our breath away, it feels like their connection to something is powerful, elusive, and almost otherworldly. And it brings up in us deep feelings of, of love, of power, of being in the presence of something that we cannot define. I'm sure we all know people like this, I know I do, who quite simply are just so plugged in to the divine all the time, that just being around them, we feel better, we feel inspired. By the divine, I mean having a spiritual connection to everything, to all that is, to the great unknown, the great unseen, the great mystery. I think we can all acknowledge that there is a power greater than us, and whether we give it a label or not is immaterial. We feel it in a sunset, we, we see it in, in the face of nature. And so at times, as this love shines a light on anything that may not be of love in us, we might start to feel like we're not good enough. And we might witness others responding to this person with that same adoration as we did, and now we feel even less good about ourselves. And now we want some of that, and it's quite that simple. It'll bring up those feelings of, I want some of that, we demand, I want some of that. But what exactly is that? And how did this person come to have this, this indefinable quality? I don't think we can ever really say every person has a gift. Now, this could be their gift. But it could also have come about through years and years of initiations. This person may have had to overcome obstacle after obstacle in their life until they fell helpless to their knees, to spirit, to the divine, to a greater power, and let all the resistance in them go and allowed the beauty of the great unseen to work through them. Because that is what one is falling in adoration, in awe, in love with. It's, it's spirit that's moving through them, the great mystery, the same spirit that moves through everything, every leaf, every bird, every shaft of sunlight. It's in everything. It's that same indefinable that is in everyone. 
if we just allow it to be, if we just get out of the way. So the answer is yes, you can have some of that. That is the great unseen, the great mystery, spirit, the divine, however you choose to label it. And it is there, should you choose to allow spirit to move through you, should you choose to put resistance and fear to one side, should you so choose to love and to be love in every moment. And that means love for self and love for others. And then when the heart opens, spirit can move through. And how this spirit moves through you, how this indefinable quality, this power, this beauty, this divinity moves through you will differ. It'll differ from one person to the next because not every leaf is the same, not every bird, not even every sunrise. And that is the beauty, not even every sunrise is the same because we are all constantly evolving and shifting. Spirit does not sit still. It moves and moves and moves. So when we compare, we achieve nothing. If we look at another and say, I want that, and then seek to hurt that person out of envy, we achieve nothing. And what can make it then worse is to mask that behavior as a learning, to mask that as part of some process. There isn't a process that justifies these actions. The hard facts are that it is often a behavior from a place of woundedness that seeks to do this, that seeks to pull down another. And yes, that deserves compassion and healing, but it does not excuse the behavior because there needs to be responsibility taken. Too often these days we fling our wounds around and we say it's part of some mythical process. What is this process and why is it someone else's responsibility to hold your wound? Are they, uh, are they contracted to do that? Are you holding theirs? And if you are, why are you? It very much is part of self-mastery to own all parts of ourselves. The parts that sing with love and the parts that scream in pain. And to bit by bit bring them together into the one through love and guidance of spirit through the great mystery. And this requires the humility to truly face ourselves, all parts of ourselves, not just with some romantic illusion, but the truth. And then with the eyes of love, accept all. Because there will be reasons for these wounds that cause us to act out in certain ways, and those shall need healing. And it is right that we seek that healing, that we pray for that healing, but we do not attack another simply to band-aid that wound a temporary fix. Love heals all, and our love for spirit and each other shall heal all, even our own wounds. Should we wish to take the eyes off judgment of another and place them on ourselves? Should we seek to stop blaming and take responsibility for ourselves? Because mastery is how we respond to situations which is why many of us may share similar stories and yet each of us will have a different outcome to our lives. When we admire another with the eyes of love, we seek to celebrate all they are. And we know in so doing that we don't lose anything, we gain. We gain the humility to be able to respect another and not to compete. And when we celebrate another, we do so knowing that we have a gift as well. This gift may be helping others to celebrate themselves or it could be something else. But the truth is you 
have a gift. Now, you may not have discovered it, and it may not feel dramatic, but it will be a gift, and it will be special, and it will be something only you can do. So when we take the focus off competition, when we go inwards, then we are better able to truly access our truth. And when we do that, we act from a place of authenticity and love. When we go inwards, we spend our time focusing on how we can be the best that we can be. And then it doesn't serve us to pull down another who's also trying to do the same, because we are truly then part of a community seeking to be the best that it can be through love, with spirit as one. So be it. So it is.